0: Eunoia. Eunoia is a Greek word meaning well-minded or beautiful mind. Basically in my own words when I discovered this word and felt very attracted to it, very entranced by it, to me it meant the place where your mind feels like a beautiful place to be. And that's what this entire five-week series is going to be about. Different things that i wish my younger self knew or i want you guys to know or things that i'm learning about that create a more well-rounded intuitive beautiful mind and makes your mind a more beautiful place to be because i know firsthand and i know you felt this way too that sometimes your mind can feel like the worst fucking place in the world to exist what is up guys and welcome back to skinny dipping the podcast where we talk about the mind the body and the soul in order to create actual change in our lives and today is so actionable it is so matter of fact it is all laid out for you the game plan of how to improve your mental health and i wanted to replay this episode from last year it aired september 2022 and i think everyone needs to hear this episode because these six pillars for me are what i always come back to when i am in a funk and i need to be picked out of it in an actionable way and i need a game plan so this is my game plan these are the six pillars of mental health this is a crowd favorite for the skinny dipping listeners make sure to share this episode with someone you love or on your instagram and tag us follow the podcast, subscribe if you're new, and let's get into this replay episode because it is not one to miss. And if you've listened to it before, maybe there's a reason you're supposed to hear it again. These are the six pillars of mental health that's what i'm going to talk about today i'll explain to you the story of why i feel like this is a beautiful place to begin for you the series why i believe that to create a beautiful headspace a beautiful place for you to live within your mind i believe these six pillars should exist in your life daily or weekly i know I, daily isn't always realistic but definitely weekly incorporate these six things into your life and your mental health would be so much better. And I've noticed in my life that this is actually the pillars that I believe really create a beautiful, healthy, well mind. So let's get into a little backstory about why I want to talk about this. I'm not going to lie, guys. It's taken me a long, long time to get down to my studio and to record. Every single day that I have decided, okay, this is my plan to record this day, I I have my worst mental health day ever, and it feels like it's getting worse and worse and worse progressively. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not really feeling like myself right now or the self that I used to be. I think I, as I bet many of you can relate, I think that we as people grieve the version of our old selves. And I think my old self was very blinded to her emotions i think my old self could be very toxically positive i think my old self was very unable to confront the difficult emotions and she's not really here anymore that protective part of me has healed over time and with that more pain seems to be let in you know (laughs) when you're on this mental health spiritual journey you're learning all these things and you feel so fucking aware like, <laughs> you're like, okay, <laughs> like I know exactly what I could do to feel better right now, but I don't really want to do it. I don't really want to meditate. I don't really want to do my breath work. I don't really want to add movement into my life. I just want to curl up into a fucking ball and watch TV and honestly probably smoke some weed and cry. Is that going to make me feel better? No, it's just going to make me feel more stuck, more lost, more confused, more in my not self, that's what I like to call her, my not self, I I stole that dialogue from human design because they talk about like your quote unquote not self, the version of yourself that's not living to who you truly are at your core, and I got my ass up today, and I didn't want to, and I came down to the studio, and I'm recording now, and I have so many ideas that I want to share with you, and so many things that I want to talk about in this series, but I think I first had to acknowledge kind of where i'm at and own my motherfucking shit that i'm so well educated on all these things almost to a fault where i get so down on myself when i know i could be doing better when i know i could be doing more when i know i know how to lift my vibration and shift my state i know how to do it up here in my brain But there's a part of me that's resisting. There's a part of me that wants to self sabotage. There's a part of me that doesn't want to be there yet. And I think for me personally to just continue to own my shit and let you guys know where I'm at, I'm really hoping that this series is going to make my mind a more beautiful place to be. You know, yeah, a beautiful mind, well minded. That's what it means in Greek. And I'm hoping talking about these things and diving into these things and diving into the actual applicable steps and the acts are going to really help transform my life in the next five weeks during this series. Because I need my mind to be a better place to be because the intrusive thoughts are running rampant. They're running my world right now. This series is going to kind of force me back on track, back into the mindset that I want to be in because I want to feel better. I want, I've been begging my angels and my guides and the universe or God or source, whatever you fucking want to call it. I have been doing all these things that I know are supposed to make me feel better, but uh, there's so much that comes into healing and sometimes I feel like I'm pretty fucking bad at it. In this episode, you're gonna hear me talk about reflection and movement and all these important things that contribute to your mental health. And for me, it's so important to have guidance and have a space where I can go, where I can do these things, and for me, like almost every single day maybe not every day but like 5 out of 7 days of the week I use the app Open and I'm absolutely fucking obsessed with it Open has unlimited, live, and on-demand breathwork, meditation, yoga, Pilates classes and more I literally did a sound bath the other day it was amazing it's designed for all levels and you can cancel anytime the best part is that you can get 30 days for free so let's take a class together Open is giving skinny dipping listeners 30 days for free like are you kidding me? when you visit with Open dot com slash skinny dipping. With open you can practice with the best teachers in the world anytime, anywhere. Again, you can join me on Open by going to withopen.com slash skinny dipping. Let me know what you guys think and I'll see you in class. But I'm hoping <laughs> and I have a lot of faith that this series, you know Yeah, the series, this five week series is going to put me back on track, create positive momentum in my life. And just put me back into my real self, my authentic self. I no longer want to be my not self. I want to be me. I want to be Kayla. And this is the Soul in Progress community. This is Skinny Dipping the podcast. If you don't know me, guys, I am Kayla Rose. I know that was a long intro. Updating you on where I've been at mentally. I really want to create some positive momentum because I feel stuck. And when you're stuck, guys, what you need to do is get curious and put one foot in front of the other and create some momentum. Slowly build up that positive momentum because when you're stuck, it can feel so fucking hard to move forward and push forward. But the momentum is what helps us carry through and carry on and move through the difficult things. So you just got to get started. And that's what my friend said to me today. So why don't you just start? Because that brings you joy and that brings you light. and um, That's what I'm doing. I'm starting. And I think already... I'm beginning to build this momentum by just speaking to you guys. That is why the first, with with mental health feeling at an all-time low right now, for not just me, but so many other people in my life, there's this big shift that's happening where we're getting challenged. We are... Getting confronted with the things that maybe we don't love about ourselves. I feel like the negative part of me that exists inside of me. I I don't really like her. I was really trained and taught to put her away. Say it's okay. You're okay. Pat, pat down. You're fine. Um, And I've learned not to really like that part of myself. When really she has so much to teach me about honesty. And authenticity. And vulnerability. And. I feel like everyone in my life right now, if you can relate to this, is being confronted with the version of themselves or pieces of themselves that they have not accepted yet. Especially those that are aware and especially those that are conscious. It's actually going to hit you the hardest in these moments when you are confronted with this because you are awake. You are conscious. You are able to discern and see what is actually going on. You have this beautiful gift of perspective and if you're waking up or if you're awake and if you're conscious and you know about all these things already it's going to continue to bring up things because the universe doesn't want you to plateau in your journey the universe wants you to continue on to the more amazing joyful version of yourself in light of me struggling with my mental health i did some reflecting. It's kind of similar to work that I've done in the past. I haven't talked about this yet on the podcast but last year when I was going through something very difficult and I was going through a very low mental health time as well right around this time because I feel like I don't know as as soon as we begin to get into like the season before Scorpio season that's when my 12th house is activated so like I find that a lot of like Brutal shit comes up during that time for me during October, during this time specifically, because it's wanting me to evolve and grow and get ready and get ready for the next cycle. So you can kind of see like where your 12th house lights up and what month, what time of the year, because I think you'll be able to see why. You may also be confronted with really difficult things when your 12th house in your astrology is activated. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. I can often get stuck in a negative thought pattern that kind of seems never ending. And the problem is when I'm feeling stuck, I really focus on the problems over the solutions. Which obviously, it's okay to validate your feelings and what you're going through, but it feels so much better to stay in problem-solving mode rather than problem-focusing mode. And that's why I love going to therapy every single week, because she helps me become a better problem-solver. It makes it easier to accomplish my goals no matter how big or small. You guys know I love therapy so much, and it makes my mind such a better place to be, like we're talking about today in the series, You Know yeah. And if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, but you don't know where to start, you don't know where to go, you feel like it's not affordable, not accessible, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief summary and switch therapists at literally any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com/skinnydipping today to get 10% off your first month because Skinny Dipping listeners were giving that to you today. That's better h e l p help.com/skinnydipping. Let's get back to the- episode but basically a year ago I kind of came up with these five pillars for mental health these five things that I believe if you incorporate into your life maybe not every day because you know we all have jobs to go to and and families to attend to and and and, and honestly fun to be had you know so You can't do this all the time, but I would say if you incorporate these five things into every single week, what I realized last year is this is when my mental health is the best. This is when my mental health feels the most joyful, the most stable, with the most positive momentum. And then I was driving today and I was like, wait, I'm missing something. Like there's six pillars of mental health. So I went down and I kind of reflected on these five pillars that I thought of last year to kind of guide my life, to guide my values, to guide the way that I choose to live and where I choose to put my time and put my energy. And I wanted to share these with you guys today. So these are the six pillars. Of mental health, that I believe when these have been incorporated into my life, I have been the most joyful, the most intuitive the most stable in my mental health and i want you guys to fucking feel that way too so we're gonna talk about these six pillars how you can access them how you can activate them how you can actually applicably incorporate them into your life hey we're gonna get into it guys one by one we're gonna create a more beautiful headspace you know yeah you know yeah you know yeah i love that word also because it's like you know yeah like it sounds like you know yeah (laughs) like you know these things already. You know what it takes to create a beautiful place to live within your mind. You know what it takes to create a healthy mental well-being. We know intuitively. We crave it. We, we want it in our life already. These are things that naturally we crave. But to actually write them down, if you want to write them down today, please feel free because I think these are life changing. I put them on my wall in front of my desk to remind me the things that I need in life. I've done it for about a year. I had them up on my wall and then I took them down because I moved and this poor mental health kind of came up and and stayed. It didn't stay for a couple of days. It's it's been here for a while now and I realized and it came to me intuitively that I needed to come back to these things because I know these things make your life fucking so much better. So let's get into it. Used to be five, but now it's six main pillars of mental well-being, mental health. Let's fucking talk about it. Let me grab my journal. One second. I have all my notes. Oh guys, wait. Oh my God. I'm fucking tripping right now. This is skinny dipping and you can follow me on Instagram at Sundays KK on tiktok at sundaysk and then you can follow the podcast at skinny dipping diaries you can check out my course that i created all about alignment and connecting to yourself and the nervous system the body the brain the soul all these different things the laws of the universe all of it's in the course there's so many amazing activities and worksheets for you to do it's only 55 dollars 55 five 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 the number of change is five to hopefully change and transcend your life. These are things that have really fucking helped me and everyone that has got it so far has really given me some awesome feedback. So you can see that in the link description and also so grateful for our sponsors. Make sure to support them because they support us so I can continue to create free content, free podcasts for you guys again it's at skinny dipping diaries for the podcast and you can get yeah my shadow workbook is attached below or you can get the course and join the soul in progress community there will be so many amazing things coming guys for that i have so many ideas but right now i'm just trying to take one step in front of the other and kind of get back into the podcast and where my heart really is which is here at the podcast with you guys and then I hope everything else will continue to fall into place and I'll have more energy and motivation and discipline for my other ideas to create more of a community where we can actually interact. I really want to do that. It's really a big dream and a goal of mine. Right now though, I'm just trying to strengthen my mental well-being and create a more, you know, yeah, a beautiful place in my mind. So let's get into this episode guys who's ready to strip down and dive in i'm kayla rose and this is skinny dipping you know we have the series the five week series let's fucking go okay this that was like the longest intro of all time but i had to let you guys know where i was at okay the first pillar is connection i truly believe that In life, one of our main purposes is to connect with others and create soulful connections in our life. And connection doesn't just mean to your friends or to strangers or to people on the internet or even to your loved ones. I also believe it means connection to yourself, connection to animals, connection to source. There's so many amazing energetic beings that we have the possibility to connect to in our life connection fuels love connection fuels joy and play and fun because when we're with people that we really fuck with we have so much fun in life and I believe that fun is such an important motivator so I believe that the first pillar that you need to include in your life on the daily I would say on the daily but you know if you need to think weekly because you're really busy with your job or other things You need actual, deep, soulful connection in your life, whether it be to a partner or to a friend or to an animal or to source or to a parent or to a sibling, a family member, to yourself, or even to a stranger on the street that you have an amazing conversation with and you feel like you have real soulful connection in that moment. That counts too. It doesn't have to be this main character in your life that you have this soulful transaction, energetic transaction with. It can be really anyone, but the point is that it needs to be meaningful connection. And connection truly creates so much love within us and it actually creates like oxytocin in our brain, which is the cuddle drug which allows us to feel loved and good and safe and cared for and that feels so good in our body. So make sure to prioritize connection if social anxiety gets the best of you or your job is super fucking demanding and you feel like you don't have time for anything else but your job i need you to make time make time for soulful true authentic connection that's gonna light your fucking soul on fire because you need it as a human we are wired to desire connection and that's why it felt so shitty as a kid when you you know got left out and and it didn't feel good because We are wired to want connection because connection is one of the main pillars of what we need in life to have, you know, to have a beautiful mind, to have a mind space that's good to live in true soulful connection, whether it's with friends. I want you this week to prioritize creating connection in your life. One solid moment of true soulful connection a real conversation, no superficial shit. And obviously like you can have a soulful connection without talking about like the fucking universe and quantum field and all this shit. Like that's not what is required to have a soulful connection. It's about the feeling that you get when you truly connect with someone and you'll feel it. You'll feel how good it feels when you leave that conversation, when you leave that interaction. You'll feel how it left you feeling filled up And it will leave you feeling whole. So the first one is connection. I want you guys to prioritize that. Please, this week, I need you to have one moment, at least one, hopefully more. Message me about it. I want to hear about your moment. I want you to set the intention now, right now, in this moment, to have a soulful, cup-filling, genuine, authentic connection for yourself this week. And you can leave it up to the universe who it'll be with, but set that intention, and I promise it'll be delivered to you in some way, shape, or form. Because when we set intention, we are lining our subconscious up to prepare to create something that we want. Intentions are powerful, intentions are beautiful. Set your intention now. Three, two, one, let's have a moment. Set your intention. The first one is connection. I want you to remember that. Write that down. Moving on to number two, which is creativity and or expression. This is also what I wrote down. If you're not an artist, don't freak out. There are other ways to express yourself. There are other ways to be creative. I believe that creativity is a main pillar of our mental health because it allows us to express ourselves through words, through drawing, through painting, through dance, through music. You don't need to be able to even do these things. You know, you can also participate in them and watch something that's creative or watch something that's expressive that relates to you that feels so good if you don't feel like you yourself are very creative. And it's also exercising the part of our brain and the side of our brain that is so important for our mental health and for critical thinking because what happens is when we use that hemisphere of our brain that is for creativity we are able to think of better solutions we are able to feel better about ourselves we are able to express and expel the energy that may be stuck in our cluttered mind that wants to escape and when we allow ourselves to be creative and or to express ourselves from whatever form necessary through words, even through speaking out loud, right now, this is me being creative on the mic. When we allow ourselves to do that, we are allowing our psyche and our crazy fucking thoughts to express themselves, to let themselves figure themselves out almost. Like in order to have a healthy mind and you know, a healthy mental well being creativity and expression is a key component in that so again i want you to set the intention right now that at some point this week you are going to do something creative and you know if it's not the commonplace artistic creative expression find something else that allows you to express and that allows you to create and that allows you to use that part of your brain that you need to exercise that you need to give a little bit of love to because You know, growing up in the school system, as most of us probably did, unless you were like homeschooled by your parents and they had like different ways of doing things, you know, we were very much so taught to use our analytical brain in order to get along in life. And that doesn't work for everyone. I would say most people that I know that I'm close to in my life, their brain works in a creative way. I actually want you to like put your hands out right now, put your hands out in front of you, and I want you to just like clasp your hands. Okay, what thumb is on top? My, my my therapist taught me this trick. If your left thumb is on top, that actually means that your right brain dominant, which means that your creative side of your brain is more dominant. And if naturally you went, oh, that feels so weird, I just switched it. If naturally your right thumb is on top, it actually means your left brain dominant and an analytical thinker. Uh, with that being said, yes, use the way that your brain operates to your advantage, but also in order to feel your feelings and get into healing mode and get into, you know, really getting deep within our energetic field, I believe that we need to kind of get into that creative side of our brain. We need to get into the side that has the ability to express itself because sometimes we can't figure it out logically. And that actually gives me a lot of perspective because that's how I feel right now. I am trying to fucking figure my emotions out logically, but emotions aren't logical they're literally energy in motion and sometimes they're fucking inexplicable and sometimes it is better for things to come up and express themselves as they are without making any sense and then somehow they begin to shape themselves and make sense out of themselves and create a story through that expression that ends up making sense down the line even though logically maybe you couldn't figure it out in that moment so when you allow yourself to express through are through creativity whatever it is for you that helps you express yourself even speaking speaking out loud is a way to express yourself when you do this writing writing is a great way to express yourself especially if you're working from your stream of consciousness and just letting it go out on the page when you do this you are going to be helping yourself clear out so many emotions and just helping yourself figure some shit out so i encourage you to dive into your creativity and dive into your expression because then it gives us the ability to create purpose in our life out of nothing creating purpose out of nothing through our imagination and that is such a beautiful fucking place to be and such a cool thing to do that allows our mental health to express ourselves in a way that's truly truly healing so number two is creativity first one connection first pillar second pillar is creativity let's move on to number three number three is going to be movement i believe that stagnation and feeling stuck is like the worst fucking feeling in the world like i rather feel sad and miserable and crying on the floor absolutely feeling destroyed and heartbroken rather than stuck personally like stuck just feels like a really really terrible feeling to me and i feel like when i feel stuck and when i feel stagnant that's when my mental health is at the absolute worst i feel like i almost can't even cry (laughs) i feel like no energy is moving through my body i feel like there's no solution or no end and actually crying guys and feeling your emotions actually like send positive chemicals to your brain like crying literally releases dopamine Hey guys, we just want to take a quick break in this episode to let you know how to make your own podcast, because we know each and every one of you has something important to say that will offer value to the world around us. We use Anchor. It's this sick platform that is free and has creation tools to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. And now you can add any song from Spotify directly to your podcast. The best part about this is that Anchor automatically distributes your podcast to all platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. This makes podcasting way too easy. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're ready to share your value with the world, which we know you are, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now to get started. Okay, let's get back to it. In your brain, like, it feels good to release. It feels good to cry. It feels good to feel your emotions But the worst part is right before i almost think about it like when you're in hot yoga class or when you're in a heated room or something like that or even a sauna if you can relate to that more the moment before you sweat like if you're not sweating in the sauna if you're not sweating in hot yoga class it is so fucking painful like it hurts so badly and like you just want to get out and you feel hot and you feel miserable and claustrophobic and it just sucks but as soon as you break that sweat uh oh, your body begins to cool itself down naturally and you know you're kind of you're getting things out of you and it feels good actually in the end and when you're actually like sweating like crazy on your yoga mat or uh, on your towel or whatever it feels good but the moment before when that energy is stuck inside of you that is the worst fucking part of the whole entire class or getting in the sauna i can barely get past that first part of being in the sauna because i hate that stuck stagnant feeling, that claustrophobic feeling that happens right before you start to sweat. And it's the exact same thing with emotions. When you feel stuck, when you feel numb, that is actually a way lower vibration than feeling sad and feeling miserable or feeling heartbroken or feeling grief. Stuck is a lower vibrational emotion than pain and heartbreak. And that is why when you're feeling stuck we need to move the energy through and my therapist told me the other day i think the reason kayla that you're starting to feel all these feelings all of a sudden because i've felt so stuck and so confused for the past like three weeks i've felt like on that verge of before you break a sweat like just claustrophobic and confused and stuck and it just doesn't feel good and then I started working out again. And I worked out four days in a row because I know that I'm in my best mental health space when I am moving, when I am moving almost every single day, like literally six. I need I personally need I have a lot of energy inside me as as a fire sign, as like Scorpio, Aries, Gemini. I have all this energy fucking inside of me. It needs to be expelled. It needs to move through. So she was like, I think the reason you're starting to feel like these feelings because I've like been crying every single day since i started working out is because i'm moving the energy through my body and it is no longer stagnant and it's not a coincidence i totally see it as soon as i started working out again consistently that's when i started losing my shit and i started crying and i'm able to move the emotions out of my body instead of feeling like i haven't broken a sweat yet you know what i mean So that's why I believe the third pillar is movement. And yes, I mean like, you know, in a metaphorical way or an energetic way, moving through life, creating momentum, uh, creating movement in your life in general. But also, guys, I mean in a legit physical way. Moving my body saves my mental health every single fucking time i swear to fucking buddha guys like moving my body when i'm in a consistent schedule of going to the gym or going to a yoga class or going to a workout class whatever it is whether it's going to spin class or going on a run i don't really run personally but i know a lot of people like to just like go for a run because it's free um and also because they like runner's high. I personally like you know, going to a bar class, a Pilates class, a hot yoga class, and going to the gym and working out by myself like or with a friend. I truly believe that movement will save your mental health, and there's this really amazing podcast, and I'll try to post it on the story on the Instagram, or if you want to just message me, I can try to find it, and This doctor on his podcast, he was basically saying that it is scientifically proven. This is like a legit doctor, like, and I fucking love his podcast. I'm blanking on his name right now because like brain fog. With that being said, he was saying in his podcast that it is scientifically proven that the chemicals that are created from actually the lactic acid that's released in your body creates a certain chemical that is more powerful than any anti-anxiety meds or any or any depression medication and movement and moving your body and getting your heart rate up and creating that lactic acid, which releases the chemical actually is the best way, the best way to treat your mental health from an outside source is through movement is through working out is through breaking a fucking sweat and getting your heart rate up and getting your body moving. That podcast changed my life. I already knew that, you know, just from my own experience that, My mental health is way better when I'm moving my body daily intentionally, you know, like even like going for a hike or going for a walk. Those things are really great. But I think that really getting your heart rate up intentionally moving for your mental health and to, you know, take care of your body and move your body is so fucking powerful. And I think that if you're struggling with your mental health and you feel stuck, add more movement into your life. And it's a non-negotiable for me now. I will work out every single day, even if it's just 20 minutes of a YouTube video of a hit workout or whatever, even if it's me doing like mountain climbers for five minutes because I need to get the energy out of my body, I need to create the momentum, I need to move, move, move. Movement is the third pillar because it's scientifically proven and in my life, just like personally proven that, it makes your mental health so much better, makes your mind such a better place to be. <sighs> Number four is going to be a little bit different than the ones that we talked about before, you know? There was a lot of movement and momentum and expression and, and connection and all these outward things, you know, that we are doing to make our mind a better place to be and to help our mental health. But the fourth pillar, so we have one, connection. Two, creativity, expression, potato potato (laughs) three movement and four we have reflection this comes from journaling meditating connecting dropping in taking more conscious breaths making more conscious choices creating more intentional action during our day reflection is a key part of your mental health because how are you supposed to move forward when you don't know what works and what doesn't work when you don't know what feels good and what doesn't make you feel good. And I think so many people avoid reflection and avoid really looking at themselves and asking themselves the hard questions because they don't want to know the answer. Or maybe they just don't know how and it feels uncomfortable and shitty to self-reflect. But reflection will always help your mental health. Even if in the moment it might slap you in the face to own your shit and be honest with yourself question is, what can you own your shit about today? What truth can you say to yourself that might slap you in the fucking face? What in your life is working? Write this down. What in your life is working? And what in your life isn't working? Do some serious self-reflection and then ask yourself, what do I need? Because there's so much power in giving yourself choice. And I feel like that's this place that I get in when I feel stuck and I feel stagnant. I feel like I don't have choice. I feel like I have to do this. I, I I have to keep going on this path. And it's like people change their life and their life path at any given moment all the fucking time. Literally, people move to places they've never been before. They end relationships that are no longer serving them. They, you know, completely switch careers at the drop of a hat with, you know, no certainty. There is a leap of faith in everything and... I think it's so important to ask yourself like what do you need because you have choice in your life and of course there are aspects that affect this like you know somebody's access to financial assistance or just wealth in general but i truly believe that if you want to make it work if you need something different in your life if your current situation isn't working for you if you have the bravery And have that leap of faith and honestly have not even like support financially from like family or things like that but if you have just like support emotionally and support spiritually with faith in either the universe or God or source or Jesus I don't I don't know what you have faith in but if you have faith in something and you have trust and support from somewhere else outside yourself even a friend or family member or therapist, just somebody to talk to, it makes those processes that feel so difficult and scary a lot easier. And you have choice. And that's why we need this moment of reflection to be like, what's working? What's not working? What do I need? And what do I want? I don't think enough people get asked, well, what do you want? (laughs) Like, I think a lot of us answer the question, what do you want with what we think we should have in order to look good to those around us or fit in with society or to meet expectations that we set for ourselves as little, as little children, as, as people who, you know, are influenced by the school system and the government and our family and our parents and, and our generational trauma and, and generational and ancestral limits. And, and, and I think we answer the question a lot with what we want with what we think we should want rather than what do we actually want. And that's why it's so important to really get to know yourself and be like, hey, bitch, what do you actually want in life? Like, what what do you want? And what's not working for you? And what's standing in between you and the timeline of the version of yourself that has what you want, that has the vibe even of the life that you want? That's why the fourth one is going to be reflection because we all need a little bit more reflection in our life. And I truly believe that reflection creates such solid, Mental health because you just know yourself deeper, and there's nothing that you're hiding from yourself in corners of your mind anymore when you just own your fucking shit and you tell yourself the hard truths. So, I encourage you to set some intentions this week to make some time to reflect, whether that be to do a meditation and then to write afterwards, or to speak to yourself in the car on the way to work to kind of talk to yourself and talk it out about what you want or maybe maybe you need a therapist or maybe you can talk to your therapist about these deep dark parts of your mind that maybe you're hiding from yourself because i know i do that we hide the hard parts from ourselves, and yeah four is reflection let's move on to number five number five is going to be and you can write this down so we have one connection two creativity and expression three movement four, reflection. Five is going to be intuitive structure. And I truly believe that when I look back in the moments in my life where I've had the most, you know, stable mental health and I felt really joyful for long periods of time and my mental health consistently feels good, I have some sort of structure in my life. And this doesn't mean like burnout, work, like this crazy structure, masculine energy. That our society is engulfed in Mm -mm, that's not what i mean at all what i do mean though is that you have intuitive structure and that's why i put the word intuitive there because it is structure that creates almost time and space within your life because when we have some sort of structure some sort of schedule some sort of processes and and tools for the way that we operate in our life that just creates better mental health. I don't know the exact science behind it, but I would guess it's because structure makes us feel safe. And when we feel safe, we're able to operate more freely. When we feel safe, we don't actually feel confined by safeness. We actually feel more free to explore and be ourselves. So that's why intuitive structure is so important. And I've noticed when I have no structure in my life, especially as someone who works for herself, doing photography and doing social media, the podcast, doing like content and working with brands, as somebody who works for myself, I find it super hard to have structure. And when I have no structure, a lack of structure, no schedule, and that like that. I fall to pieces. I feel like my mental health gets so clouded. I'm almost unable to manage my thoughts and manage my time. I almost feel like, I feel like I run out of time when I have no intuitive structure. And you know, there's a balance because you don't want it to be rigid and suffocating and miserable. You want, structure that feels intuitive and that feels safe. For me personally, I feel like having a structure of moving my body and working out every single day and doing breath work every single day creates this sort of loose, intuitive structure in my life where I know that I'm going to at least do that one thing today. I know at least something that I'm going to do. And I also think that making to-do lists and making plans of my day has the ability to create this intuitive structure and flow for my day so I truly believe that if your life is lacking any sort of type of structure that is going to have a negative impact on your mental health of course everybody is different but for me personally and what I've seen with people around me is that structure is so helpful because like I said it makes us feel safe and secure and almost gives us you know the reins and, and the permission to be more free and be more intuitive and be more in the flow because we have some sort of structure to work around, you know, you got to create the outline and then you can fill in however you want and paint the inside however you want. But in order to have structure and a plan, I think having like goals is a really big part of structure. Set your goals. Also, make sure you're clear with your values and your intentions with your life. I think this all creates this sort of intuitive structure for you to move your life around because if you don't have kind of a direction that you're kind of pushing your momentum towards, you're going to feel super off balance and you're going to feel kind of like you're rotating in a circle when we really want to keep moving forward and keep the momentum going forward. I see this visual of like, This, like if you're on the video, (laughs) uh, you can watch the video on Spotify like this versus like this and like intuitive structure feels like. (laughs) Go forth. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, intuitive structure is super important. You can do this either by obviously if you have like a job you know, you can create intuitive structure around your job, which will be really helpful. Setting goals, setting your values, setting your intentions. Also, you know, doing things that you know you're going to do, like working out in your day or breath work or meditation, whatever it is during your day, your gratitude list. Like if you do something every single day, it's going to create this kind of intuitive structure. But at the same time, you don't want to be like so structural in, in your life that you feel controlled by your own mind because, that creates a lack of safety. When you have like this death grip on your life, you're going to actually make yourself feel not safe. Even though what you're trying to do is make yourself feel safe and secure. You're telling your mind that I have to hold on for fucking dear life because I'm not fucking safe. And it's like when we create structure that has fluidity and flow and intuitiveness, what we're doing is allowing ourselves space to expand So we don't want the death grip, but we also don't want no structure. We want to find this nice balance in the middle. And finally, we're moving on to number six that I thought should be included today. This is not one of the ones that I've lived by for the past year. But with that being said, I do feel like it is so important. I saw it and I was like, okay, I have to include this. Like I saw it on one of my whiteboards and I was like, this has to be number six. It can't be five. It's going to be six pillars. So we have one. Connection, two, creativity and expression, three, movement, four, reflection, five, intuitive structure, and six, we have inspired action. I think all these internal things and exploration of the mind and what feels good to make the mind a better place is so amazing, but what is it without inspired action? Inspired action is a key element to helping your mind be a more beautiful place to live because in my life, when I have been the most inspired and I have been taking steps forward to the things that I want. It creates purpose. Inspired action creates purpose. It creates choice. It creates freedom. Inspired action allows us to move forward in our life and not stay stuck with where we're at. And I think You know, that's when my mental space is the worst, is when I feel stuck, like I said before. And I think if you're not taking enough inspired action in your life, you're not gonna feel good about yourself because I feel like in my life, I felt like I've been letting myself down when I haven't been creating inspired action. I know that there's so many things that I am passionate about in this life. And there are so many things that I would love to create or I would love to explore, get curious about. But if you just think them and then you don't do anything about it, and you don't allow that inspiration to take you somewhere, what I believe that I'm doing is betraying myself, and betraying my intuition, and betraying who I know that I am at my core. When you allow yourself to actually do the fucking damn thing, you build trust with yourself, and that builds self-confidence, and makes you get rid of that, you know, negative self-talk, is when you actually You know, use that inspiration, use that passion, use the things, the thoughts, the ideas that the universe has bestowed upon you and chosen you for when you actually do something about it, when you actually move forward and put energy in towards the things that inspire you and put energy towards the things that make you feel good. When you move forward in that direction and you take that inspired action, you're building trust with yourself. And when you don't, you're honestly betraying who you truly are. That's kind of fucking intense. You also got to give yourself grace because sometimes you're not always going to have the energy that you need to do the inspired action things, you know, but you got to take steps somewhere and you got to keep moving some in some way, shape and form. You have to give yourself grace and give yourself time, but also do not let yourself fall flat and stuck and stay there because it's so hard to keep moving when there's no momentum. Just like anything in life, just like the laws of the fucking universe and the laws of physics, like it's so much easier for something to continue moving than to start moving, unless it's like given a push. And that's why, if you feel like you need a push right now, having a friend to talk to, or having a therapist to talk to, or having somebody who can, one, validate your feelings give you love give you watering hype you up give you what you need and two sometimes you just need someone to slap you on your fucking ass set a fire under your ass and be like let's fucking go you deserve better i know you fucking know it deep down even if you're not feeling it right now and if you don't have anybody i would highly suggest finding somebody to talk to because the worst thing in the world is feeling alone (laughs) and feeling like you have no one to help get you on that momentum and help push you kind of back on track that you can continue to move forward because being stuck is the worst fucking feeling in the world and yeah that's why if you have ideas and the universe has blessed you with fucking you know amazing creative downloads and ideas and things do it put energy towards it take inspired action and that is number six because i know that when i am taking inspired action in my life that is when i feel the most joy and and i feel good about myself and i feel like i'm staying true to who i am and who i want to be maybe that's not who you are maybe i'm just projecting a little bit (laughs) but i truly believe that all of us so many of us especially if you're here listening to this podcast i believe so many of us want to feel good we want to live a better life we want to live a joyful life we want to live a fulfilling life so i think these are the six pillars to create the mental well-being that you need to Create more joy and fulfillment and peace in your life. One, connection. Fucking do it. This week, you gotta do all these things. Two, creativity, expression. You deserve to express yourself in some way, shape, or form. Three, movement. Both like, you know, energetic movement, but also physical movement. Like move the energy out of you. Move the emotions out of you. Four, reflection. Ask yourself the tough questions. What's working? What's not working? Five, intuitive structure. I love this one. You need more intuitive structure in your life. And six, we have inspired action. Those are the six pillars of mental health, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe if you're new. Download the episode. Send this to somebody that you love in your life. Make sure to follow me at SundaysKK, at Skinny Dipping Diaries, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube so much more coming for you guys get the course get get the shadow workbook whatever is calling you and make sure to write these things down on your wall because i want you to incorporate all six of these things into your week at least once start with that and maybe you can get it to up to every other day and then every day hopefully because this is going to improve your mental health drastically so Write these things on your wall. Write them down in your notes. Put them as your screen saver or something like that on your phone so you can remember the six things that you need to intentionally add into your week. I don't have time. Make time. It is your choice. I hate when people say, like, I don't have time because we spend time on our phones. We spend so much time on social media. We spend time going out drinking, recovering from drinking the next day, feeling over it and dead or whatever. So... It's not about having time ever it's about making time make time for these six things and see how it will transform your life i love you guys so much you are inherently worthy in everything that you are even if you don't do these things you're so worthy and you're worthy and deserving of feeling good and having a good place to live in your head because you got to be there forever (laughs) not to freak you out or anything but during this life like that's the head you're going to be in so might as well make it a beautiful place to live I love you guys. Bye. (laughs) Warmer, sunnier days are calling. So fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore, and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm gonna give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month, win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out, it'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintscom slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. kintz.com slash skinny dipping.